All right, everybody, welcome back to the You Like That podcast. You are joined with me. My name is Adam, one half of the You Like That podcast. Uh, my name's Jack. I am the other half of the You Like That podcast. That is right. And we are back again for another week of no good movies back out at the cinemas. We have run dry. If you like podcasts where they really have to think on their feet every <laughs> single week because there's a massive pandemic during their movie podcast first year. Yep. Um... Hit the like button. Subscribe. Yeah. Like we're trying our fucking best. We're still putting shit out. Like, I know that's more than can be said for some Look, podcasts. Honestly, it's, it's we're weird. not here to talk shit on other podcasts, but we have put something out nearly every week. Sometimes two things every Sometimes. week. Sometimes so more often than not. I would highly recommend subscribing if you're on Spotify. Follow us and put a screeny up on your Instagram. Yeah, get your screens. We'll going. share it. We'll make you famous. Yeah. <laughs> Probably <laughs> We'll try our best um, That's not guaranteed <laughs> Yeah So before we jump into what we're doing today Some quick news that, is, that has come out this week You know what Before you do this week's news Okay yeah Last week we were like You know Cancel the news segment There's no news There's never going to be any news again Yep We said that on the week Where two of the, Batman literally got coronavirus Yep And The Rock also literally got coronavirus And we were like oh, There's no news Yeah there's nothing going on <laughs> Yeah Batman shut down production for two weeks cause... So if you are new to this podcast uh, f- Very famously we don't look anything up ever Because who fucking cares It's funnier this way I know it shows how good we think on our feet <laughs> And you know the Batman got halted again Because it's main star Our dear lord Robert Pattinson Literally has Yep had to make everyone quarantine. So, so that happened. That'll be fine. Rich people are fine. They're, exactly they're right. They're Tom, probably... Hanks is, Tom Hanks came back to Australia where he got coronavirus. He's like, i got to finish the movie. Fuck, bro. Tom Hanks <laughs> that, was nearly patient zero. So brave. He was very early. Him and Idris Elba. It, he was one of the first early, ones. Yeah. And we're just like, what? Tom Hanks has coronavirus? Yeah, That's a was, thing? And it was before we knew, like, you know the scale of it, how yeah. survivable it actually is. So everyone heard that and I remember Twitter lit up. Everyone was like, oh my God, oh my That's God, it. he's going to die. Tom like, Hanks. He's this, gone. This is the worst day in history. He's already back in yeah, Australia. He's filming he's good. Again. He needs so to film this movie. Rich people will be fine. Yeah. Um, but some more news now that is recently just... <laughs> more current news. <laughs> some more current news. Um, we're talking delays again. No. Have you seen any of the delays? delays? I haven't actually. All right, so... Our recent delays have come courtesy of Wonder Woman, 1984. Oh yeah, Christmas Day for Wonder Woman. It's now been postponed to Christmas Day. That's it's not supposed happening. To, it's supposed to come out in a couple of weeks. That is not happening. It's not going to come out on Christmas Day. No. No fucking chance. <clears throat> and the... Fuck, what was the other one that I saw? Hold on. We've got the screenies here. Hopefully not Bond again. <laughs> no, not Bond again. Uh, Candyman. Oh yeah. TBA, 2021. Did that ever have a release date? Uh, yeah, October, October 16 yeah. oh, was its go. release. So yeah. again, just just about a month, we're going to get more new movies. And nope. now this one is now TB, TBA 2021. That means, fuck, I hope there's a vaccine in January so we can release it in summer. <laughs> Fucking pretty in much. In July next year. Yeah. American summer. So as we spoke of DC Fandom the other week and you know getting all these new trailers, things are getting released. Uh, yeah, they just turned around and went... Nah. nah, it's just not ready. Nah. And none of, none of these can go to streaming because nah. streaming... There's too big of a budget, you know? It, yeah, it's proven that streaming does all right numbers and it is fine for some things. Yep. But you cannot put no, a Wonder Woman... No, it's not going to thrive. You it's cannot gonna... put a Wonder Woman on streaming. No. 
just especially with DC, like they've dumped everything to HBO. Remember they had DC streaming yep. for like four weeks? Yeah, we didn't. Nobody wanted it. Australia didn't even get it. They were like, fuck this. Like, yeah. So now it's on HBO in America. It's folded into Foxtel in Australia. Nobody wants Foxtel in Australia. Like nobody wants to support that family. No. So, so we can't. It can't go to streaming. No, no. One, no we'll see so it. we just have to wait for Christmas Day, when I guess poor cinema people are gonna have to fucking work, so we can see Wonder Woman. Think about those penalty rates, though. No, f- I'm gonna apply. Be a fucking yeah. Be alright. <laughs> Been alright. Not bad. It might be. It might make this podcast easier. We don't have to pay to see these shitty movies that we watch. <laughs> um. But yeah, that, that's, that's about all the news in, in, in regards to delays. <laughs> Unless there's some Again, other major news we just didn't look at. More than likely after we finish recording this, it's probably going to be fucking something else. Yeah, whatever. Um, so yeah, there's not much else coming out, so we're thinking on our feet. So this week I brought about the idea of revisiting an older horror movie, uh, courtesy of one James Wan and our boy, Shots Ready, Lee 1L. We're doing Insidious. The first uh, entry into the franchise of the uh, Lee Winnell written, James Wan directed movie um, from 2011. Because fucking why not? You haven't seen them before. This came out in 2011. This came out in 2011. This was an old movie. It feels like a 2007 thing. Yeah. It feels older than it is. It's, it de- it's definitely in there because this came about as James Wan after doing Saw. Um wanted to go out and show that he wasn't just this weird gore-driven guy who just makes these weird horror movies that, you know, a lot of people didn't want to work with him after it mm. because of the state exactly. of those movies. And they were yeah. like, it's just fucking weird horror torture porn. So he And did you this... get signed up to fucking nine movies. Yeah. One, two of which are good. Yeah. Possibly very. So this was his sort of going into a, hey, I don't just do gore. I can make other things. So it's a younger one. And it is a good step into a what I say is a good franchise. It has been a profitable franchise. Um, yeah, the last one only came out last year, didn't it? Yeah, ooh, two, this year? two years, two ago, years ago, about two years ago. Yeah, and that um, is definitively the last one. Right now, that is definitively the last one, unless you know how Hollywood are. They so might just he, bust out another was, one. Did he do a sore and fuck off after the first one, or did he stay on for all four? James, James did. Uh, he directed the first and then I think he I think he fucked off after the first saw but had a hand in writing the script with Lee but I got other directors for the second and third Um, so quick rundown of the movie Uh, directed James Wan written by Lee Wanell this had a budget of 1.5 million Mm -hmm. as most of these small movies are that involve our boys Uh, but it returned 99.5 million in the box big hit which is it? I remember it at the time. It was a big, big hit. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. It hit really well. And I remember seeing it, courtesy of a friend at school that said, "I've got this horror movie on a nice white burnt disc." <laughs> and I looked at it and I went, "Oh yeah, never heard of it before because I never watched trailers back then for fucking pretty much anything." Turn it on and I was like, "Holy fuck!" Scared bring, me. Bring back the Velcro CD case of burnt DVDs oh, you're not supposed to have. <laughs> God, and just handing them out at school. I, I saw so many of the movies I like that way. Like, oh, yeah. It was either that or the Your mate's dad would just have them lying yeah. around the house. Always. A massive binder, and he would never tell you where he got them from either. Oh, God, no. Just always, he's got, a, he's got like a cousin or something. <laughs> it's always a cousin. And it's a dodgy cousin. And it was either that or your friends would come into school with a USB stick of downloaded movies when torrenting was massive. Yeah. When it first peaked. Um, Rotten Tomatoes score of 66%. It's not uncommon for a horror movie. 
to have a score like that. If anything, that's one of the better scores you it can feels have. Feels high, yeah. For for something like this, especially when you see the trajectory of the solar movies as we went through in our solar episodes. Yeah. Episodes. We did two of those. Too so much content for you if you subscribe. Exactly right. It's free. Um, starring decent cast, smaller cast. Very good so cast. we had a very very good Patrick cast. Wilson playing Josh Lambert, who we know from the Conjuring series as um, Mr. Ed Warren. Um, you have Rose Byrne, a lovely Australian woman Australian. from you know Bad Neighbors, Get Into the Greek, playing Renee Lambert. Uh, then you have Lynn Shay, the older woman who seems to be in every low budget horror movie there was to exist. She, yeah, she must have a ball doing them because she shows up in all of them. Yeah. A lot of the time it was just like extras, but she had a decent run in the Critters movies, one and two, mm-hmm. and then just featured in a whole bunch of other random movies here and there. Uh, Lee Wan L actually does act in this movie as well. Alongside Angus Sampson, who is one of the funniest looking people on he Earth. He really like, is. He doesn't have to try at all to be funny. He yeah. just is. And it, it's not like, you know, I'm saying he's ugly or anything. He just looks funny. He's like seven feet tall and he does the really good resting mouth open, yeah. like mouth breather. And the voices person. he always puts on he's are really so good as well. so fucking funny as yeah. a human being. Ah, he's, yeah. he's a treat. So yeah, Angus Sampson and Lee Wan both play... Um, Lynn Shay's characters, at least they're like a horror spiritual group. They're the, the characters from Poltergeist. Basically. This, this movie is Poltergeist. Basically, yes. It's a, it's a very light Poltergeist remake. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit more tweaks here and there, but it's mostly... A little bit of this, a little bit of that. It's also very, very similar to The Conjuring. I don't know why James Wan made two of the same movie. Yeah, I both feel like... Both franchises extremely successful, so yeah. maybe that's why he did both. <laughs> yeah, very weird. So, let's just jump in and say, how did you find the movie? I fucking hated every second of this movie. But <laughs> This is one of the shittest movies I've ever All watched. Alright, explain. I, I just hated it. It How can a 100-minute movie feel like it went for five business days? <laughs> it's so slow and long and cliched, and I know it was early on yeah. in the haunted house... Blumhouse model but Jesus Christ like it's so much of it is just so tired like the couple like you know ah life's pretty hectic and stressful but they love each other ah yeah. spooky noise nothing spooky noise nothing spooky noise ah, maybe something spooky noise annoying fuck off kid who does something falls over and then just the the haunted house it's almost like you're unroll, like unrolling a tired old dusty rug. You're like, all right, let's just do this. And it all falls <laughs> out, and then like onto the carpet. And you're like, all right, just point a camera at it, and all the tropes are there. And you just point it, and then, got we'll get to it. We'll get to it as we explore. <laughs> okay. But the worst part, when spoiler alert for this nine year old movie. Yep. When old mate goes into the other realm. The further. Oh, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, that scene went for so long and nothing happened and it wasn't scary, it wasn't funny, it wasn't, it wasn't funny bad, it was just like, oh, they're, they're taking this very seriously as he's walking through his house and it's all quiet and there's like 50s ghosts not reacting to him but there's this spooky red face man and I was just like, oh God, and then when the demons started chasing him and stuff, I was just like, I hate this. I absolutely hate this. I've seen it so many fucking times. Had I have seen it in 2011, I probably would have liked it a lot. Yep. Um, Cast is good. James Wan. Um, 
discovered he can move a camera around and he's very I like the conjuring for a lot of that as well he discovers like you can like pan down but like spin a camera around and then edit it in yeah there's a lot of cool stuff like that but god I hate this movie so much so that's how I expected this sort of to go is either being (laughs) being written by Lee I'm just like either there's gonna be one thing he's either gonna give Lee a bit of praise because he wrote it or he's just gonna absolutely fucking hate it and it's gonna be that rare thing where he just goes I love you Lee but when, when the their ball, characters right? come in, it, and I was just like, it's in my notes. I'll post my notes because you'll see my descent into madness. Um, I was just like, oh my God, it's Poltergeist. And they come in with all the equipment, and I'm just yeah. like, oh my God, they're setting up in the house. It's Poltergeist. Like, yeah. Poltergeist is a very, very good movie, and it's already been done. <laughs> it's already tried to be done again, and it was terrible. So, yeah. You know. So basically, it's just it's just... Too much of a repetitive cliche. Yeah, it, it, there is nothing out. new in this movie. Yeah, no, I definitely can agree with that. The thing, the only thing they try to do new is going into this further, yeah, sort of realm and you know transcending into a astral projection, as they call it, into this different realm of sorts where there are ghosts and ghouls hiding about, waiting to take your body, souls chilling out, yeah. getting lost. When he goes, <laughs> the, I don't know if it was intentionally funny or not. <laughs> But he got, he's in the astral realm. This is like eight minutes into the scene because the scene goes for five business days. <laughs> and, he, and he's walking through there and he's looking at all these ghosts and there's ghouls and stuff everywhere. And then there's a lady in the corner crying. <laughs> and he walks up and he goes, I'm looking for my son. Have you seen him? <laughs> and that is pretty I, fucking I had to pause because it tickled me just in such a way. I was just like, it's like getting lost in hell and pulling over winding your window down and going hey mate do you know where fucking Elm Street is I don't know where I'm going like I have a appointment with with Freddy Krueger do you know him as if this crying ghoul would be like oh you know what mate like this is your house so you know your way around he's probably in his fucking bedroom because it's his house it's your house you know where he is just walk into that room and then goes back to crying like yeah is Uh, the ghost the curse of La La Ronia is that the old lady? Um, I'd say it, it's not. It's, it's, not it's just her. a ghost in a wedding it's, dress. <laughs> it's just a demon that haunted Josh as a small child. And, you know, scary old women in bridal dresses is pretty fucking scary to most people. Especially with the fucking hairdo that she had that took up half the fucking screen. <laughs> ah, it's the 50s. It's, yeah, fuck, ah, it's the 50s. So. They did that. I think um, with that ghost is probably one of the most misleading things about the movie, though. Because yeah. a lot of the promotional marketing was with her as... And it's the first shot of the movie as well. Exactly right. The first shot is a fucking dead-ass scary scene of her in the corner in the dark. Yeah. And yeah. you get a lot of that through the trailer, through the marketing material in the, in the posters that they released. Yeah. When, in in retrospect, you know, the red-faced demon is more or less the main... He's the villain, yeah. He's the main draw of this. They he's the Darth Maul. At least comes in and says he's the most powerful out of them all. You know, he's got basically first dibs of this body because yeah. he's a fucking cunt. But now everyone exactly else, what they say in the movie. <laughs> basically, it's what they say in it. Um, um, but yeah. yeah, basically, just it's Darth Maul's cousin. That was a big one of the big memes that came about when this movie came out. Was just like, why is Darth Maul in this? And he's got a weird bowl cut. And that, yeah, that jump scare would have got me if I hadn't seen it a million times. But yeah. like they're all talking about him in the room, and then he's just he's there for that one shot. Yeah. But yeah, all that, like it's not particularly scary. It's one of those movies where you're always looking in the background. Like, yeah, you're like, it's... oh, this is like James Wan would probably play stuff there, but mm. he just doesn't. There's like nothing really in the shadows, or I... if there is, they make it quite obvious. Yeah, with yeah, the musical that there is going to be something there. Yeah. But yeah, I think the thing that they tried the most to to make scary about this was the score of the movie, 
So yeah. the big thing with this is they really fucking tap into the let's play a thousand violins at the same time on the highest possible note yeah. and blast it through the fucking speakers. Super staccato, like they're fucking stabbing yeah. the strings. As it is, like the intro of the movie, it's, yeah. it's all black. You see the, the, the old lady in that. Yeah. And then it cuts to Insidious as the logo and it flashes instantly and then the violins just go bang and that's you You jumps you. Yeah. For a title and, card. <laughs> like that was fucking loud and unnecessary and it was just more of an inconvenience than anything. Yeah. Um, but that's just something that's sort of, you know, sprinkled out through the rest of the movie to try and, I guess, bring about a, you know, foreboding sense of fear and that something is going to happen when, I guess it does just lack that. Yeah, you don't get, yeah. You can't really count the jump scares on one hand, basically. There's not enough of them. No. But you do know they're coming. Like, when he's walking around with the colour changer, you're just like, well, this is the first Saw movie when he's got the flash. Yeah. Like, you know that's going to be a jump scare, but it still gets you. Because yeah, it's, it's very much there because, as it is, you don't know <laughs> yeah. at what point it's going to click and they're going to be there. But then there's like two women and they just smile and it's just like, okay. Yeah, you just saw the Shining Girls just grown up. Yeah. <laughs> You're just okay. like, oh, fuck. Great. Chuck them in here, sure. Awesome. Why not? Um, there's the the ghost that's the Undertaker. <laughs> you know when she's first getting haunted when he's on the yeah. way she kicks him out and then it's that guy, the big goth-looking guy. Yeah. It's just like, that's the fucking Undertaker. And then he comes back later and he's fighting her. And he's actually, like, slamming her against the wall and yeah. stuff. I'm just like, that's the fucking Undertaker. Yeah, we're two minutes away from a Tombstone pile driver in a fucking <laughs> horror movie. He's just waiting for the cage to come in. Like, <laughs> it would have added to this movie a lot. Going way. back to James Wan doing cool, interesting stuff, there's that really, really great stunt where the the kid finally stands up and he slams down on the That table was a really fucking cool scene. everyone gets yeah. ripped. And, like, that's obviously practical, and yeah. that looks fucking incredible. That was really That's good. a great shot. That is something you can take away from that and be like... 100%. Bang. And, like, they're already, like, playing with the lights and stuff, mm. so it's not, like, pitch black and you can't see it. Yeah. They're actually, like, flashlights, and they all... Yeah. It's really... There are sprinkles of good stuff. things in this movie. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Right. As it is with horror movies, it comes down to your plot, your plot devices, where this movie is supposed to be going, and does it get there in the end? It gets to an ending point, but you can almost, you know, deduce the last 25 minutes of the movie and then just get the ending and be like, well, that ending sort of just could have been how it was. If you've seen any movie, like, if the son is the one who's possessed. In this movie, he's not possessed. He's whatever. He's lost. Yeah. But you can boil it down to the, comparing it to a possession movie. As soon as you see that it's the boy and the dad's like, Oh, I don't believe this. Mm, mm. Ghosts aren't real. Yeah. You're like, well, the dad was haunted when he was a kid and he's the vessel. Like, he's the key. It'll be the dad. He's the link somehow. Yeah. Here we are. Yeah, yeah, the dad's the link is. in the movie. And, yeah, that, and that becomes apparent by the end of the movie. So and they, set, they set that up very early because they're looking through the, the, the photo album yeah. in the beginning. And yeah, his like, mum comes oh, where around are the photos and says, yeah. And you find out later it's because he's scared of cameras because there's ghosts in yeah. the photos. Which, well, um, which is the old lady ghost, yeah. which is one that has been haunted. The first Polaroid, Polaroid is really, really scary because it actually looks like kind of fucked up. And then yeah. as they're flicking through the Polaroid, it's clearly just like a stunt woman in a wedding dress like <laughs> in the background. <laughs> I was just like, that was nearly actually scary. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, there's... I fucking hate this movie. Yeah, I like... <laughs> I, I do like this movie and I, I don't know if it's because I like the rest of the franchise like for me this isn't my favourite one in the franchise 
Which is um, odd for a horror franchise. Exactly right. I feel like they... Oh, not really. Because Lee wrote all of them. He wrote... There's four in the franchise. He wrote all of them. He directed the third. James did the first... And I think the second. And then they just had another guy do the fourth one. So the... James is first and second. Obviously, the second one is a sequel. And then the third and fourth are prequels. So they're all set before these events. But they all link up the end. Sort of conjuring style. The Annabelle method. Yeah, exactly right. But I really like the way they do it in those. Uh, because it's all based on Elise, um, Specs, and Tucker. So you still get Lee acting throughout all yeah, of them. Yeah. You still get Angus Sampson acting through all of them. And it's sort of their growth into be, like, becoming as good as they are. And then leading up to where we are in the first one. So I think I like the way it works better in the future for the franchise. Opposed to the entry points. Where it just sort of like, it got me into it and being like, oh yeah, that was a, that was an okay movie. I didn't mind it. It's not one of the worst horror movies I've seen. It's a good date movie. It's a very yeah. good date movie. Yeah. And especially the second one. The second one is, is, a, is a decent date movie too. But then third and fourth, which me and Brooke did see in the cinemas together. And they were proper scary movies to see in the cinemas. They yeah. actually had jump scares. They were a lot more, which is why I want to expand on this and have you watch the rest of them yeah to do a future well, I like the idea of it's more about the ghost hunters rather yeah. than the the tropey American family yeah, yeah it's not the house that's haunted it's the family I don't like any of that but if it's about the ghost hunters then I'll probably check them out yeah probably you just gotta get through the second one because <laughs> that's the actual sequel to this one and going off the ending of the first one it's you know trying to get this demon out of Josh in the end of this second one and there's another fucking did they come back Rose Byrne and Patrick Wills yes Mm. Yes, they do. They do all come back. Very um, to do the second one, and then um, go on. That one ends as it is, and then the third and fourth go back to the spirit. back in time. And, yeah, right. But I rate them so much higher, and critically and in the box office wise, they flew even higher. Like I think this, I think the second one is the highest raking one, raked in about one hundred ninety million or something. Jesus. From still, I think about a three or four mil budget, so it it got it got notoriety. That's that's the weird thing is this movie is different for a lot of people like yourself who fucking hated this. Me, I liked it for what it was, but just because I've seen the rest of the franchise and I like where it led me to. Yeah, but t- timing and reference points are a big part of why I don't like this movie. Like, yeah, I'm seeing this in 2020 when we've I've been on Netflix for six years. You know, I've yeah. seen every fucking terrible straight to Netflix movie. Which is obviously ripping off these kinds of movies because it was so long ago. So you have to understand, like, I'm coming from here. This movie was here when it was still... They could get away with shit like that. Yeah. Whereas now you're just like... Like, I've seen Hereditary. I've seen It Follows. You've seen so much new shit that really adds a new aspect to horror and the plots that they partake in. And for this, it is just that older school-style type of just trying to get I do like in this one, like, the... She's like, we have to move. We have to get out of this house. Yeah. Every other horror movie ever, they'd be like, no, no, we put all our money in this. But this one, they're just like, yeah, right. Yeah. We'll go to another house. Yeah, fuck it. That's Why a fucking not? good husband. He's get just another. a high school teacher. Yeah, he's I know. doing all right for himself. Because that first house is big, dude. Yeah, and he's happy to move, even considering he's just like, I don't really believe anything that's happening right now. Yeah. I think you're just crazy. But yeah. sure, we'll fucking move. great Why husband. Not? You want that as a husband? What a great support unit. Yeah, he just wants to, you know not believe in any of it until the last minute where he's possessing fuck himself. Yeah. And when he's staying late at the school, I was like, oh, there's going to be this weird, he's cheating or something to deal with it. Mm. 
but then like just very honestly he's just like hey, i don't really know how to deal with it so i'm just staying at work yeah just like essentially Which, avoiding it it's not a bad idea fucking yeah you knew some oh, bad yeah. juju was happening in the house my house didn't feel right i'd just be like all right yeah, go and find something else to do. Yeah, well, it's... hope this blows over. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if I just come back here and sleep, and um, that could be one of the prequels. Right. It's just like him leaving and like driving to and from work, just going. I shouldn't go back. Yeah, yeah. What was last I night? Up? Like I didn't get a lot of sleep as the kid yeah. was fucking screaming. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I'll go bowling. Gosh, she'll be really angry at me if I don't go home though. Yeah. And is that more? Is that worse than Angry Demons? Yeah, I better go, go the angry home. wife. Yeah, I'll go home. <laughs> and then he's like driving home all ashen and was like, I'll go home. Fucking hell, I've got to go home and deal with this screaming bitch. God. Fucking sees ghosts like, and I shit. do love her, obviously, because I'm literally moving house for her again. Fucking kid's been in a coma for six months, but fuck. Yeah, and moving house with a kid in a coma with a big hospital bed, that must have been a nightmare. Yeah. And touching on that of the whole moving thing, oh, yeah, and fuck. now that the kid's in the coma... yeah. The one of the things that drags away from this, and you sort of look at it and go, "That sounds like a bit of a fuck up," or they, the parents are just flat out dumb. <laughs> so he's in his bed and that, and he's just not the fuck out. He's in this coma that they don't know what it is, and he's just fucking in the other realm. But his drawings are on the wall. He has multiple drawings that are not of that of a normal kid. Yeah, well, I assumed he was like sleepwalking or whatever, doing that. And the parents just didn't realise he was up and about. I just figured. But then they moved with those same drawings. Oh, so they brought them with him. So okay, they yeah. took them down. <laughs> they would have looked at him and been like, oh, that's nice. Put that down and then move to the next place and put them up and they're like, ah. Maybe that's one of the yeah. deleted scenes. He's taking it down. It's like, man, Dalton. Yeah. It's kind of fucked up. Because like, you have some. We're like, going to have to worry about this when you have like some school. normal drawings, like their family and like fucking, you know, dogs and shit. And then you just see like. One of them is just flat out a black shade with the red faced demon sitting in the front of it. Yeah. One is a flat red door, and one then one's, one's like, like I'll four. fly away because I'm dead as shit or something. Yeah. Like. Last <laughs> night I watched myself sleep and all this shit, and you're just like, are they not looking at us going like he's gone from drawing us as a happy family to this weird demon thing, and we're just okay with this? We're just not noticing it because we yeah. just want to be ignorant. It's like when your kid's wet in the bed when he's still, like, 11. You're like, ah, it's childhood anxiety, whatever. <laughs> he draws weird shit. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's, he's being artistic. He'll probably right? be sad if we don't put him up in the new house for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's not going to... I know he's not awake. I, I also didn't like at the beginning, like, they clearly... They had to rush through... Well, very obviously, more doctors would do more tests and stuff. Because yeah. the doctor's just like, fuck, man, I don't know just... what to tell you, brother. I've never seen this, bro. He's just, like, asleep... He's fine. Yeah. And but he just, he's Then he just gets a page. He's like, all right, I've got to go do something else, so I'll be back later. The page, like, what? It was, it's the scene before, like, he gets the page. He's with the other doctor, and he's like, okay, in five minutes, you have to page me. I don't know what to tell this family. Yeah. I need to get out, so you're just going to page me and pretend there's an emergency. Yeah, and get me the fuck <laughs> out of there, because, Jesus, I don't know. There's only so far you can go with going, yeah, he's just asleep for a long time. And the parents, like... It's like, all right. <laughs> Will there be more tests? How long? Oh, no. Cut to three months later. Yeah. And, and that, that bit was a bit like, oh, we got to get to the possession. Like, Yeah. I know it's not possession. I'm going to keep saying possession. I know. It but feels it feels like a possession. Because it really seems like it should be in this movie, is that yeah. this thing should be straight up about possession. Especially when he gets up later in the, the seance bit, when yeah. he's up and about. I'm just like, oh, is he possessed? Or is this demon like also in the room? Which is... See, see now that's the strange thing about it, is The whole thing is... 
Elise is coming in doing all these, you know, things saying, oh, you know, he's he's in the further, he's an empty vessel, and these demons are trying to fight to take control of his body. So that scene comes about, and Dalton wakes up, and he's slamming the table, and everyone's getting thrown around in that. And when they go back to the photo footage, they see that the, the, the demon, the red-faced demon, is controlling him doing it. Yeah. So you go, so did it possess him? Where's that weekend that Bernie's like, he's going da-da-da-da with his yeah. forearms. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, I can't get into it, but I can move it around. <laughs> I really like Lin Shay's acting when she's looking up at the roof. Yeah. And like, even her, like they put contacts in or something because her pupils are like completely black and she's like freaking out. And then yeah. she turns the lights on and her pupils go and go back yeah. to normal. Some really cool acting. That, yeah. that made me actually go, oh, that's pretty like tense. And she's brilliant through the whole franchise because she's in all of them. The second one not as much because she's dead, <laughs> yeah. obviously. Um, but three and four, obviously, it's it's all about her, basically. So yeah. she is absolutely brilliant. And for an older lady, she's gorgeous. Yeah. I swear, she's gorgeous. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's... Enter the, the MILF zone. Maybe even the, the Maybe even the G-MILF. The, but... mi- the MILF key. <laughs> Insidious. <laughs> Shit. Um, but, yeah, so that's the one thing I didn't know if he was possessed at that point because obviously he's being moved around in this yeah. and it makes it seem like either, like you said, it's waking at Bernie's and he's just moving him physically or he's actually inside of him doing this because we, I don't know, there's no real way to say how you're possessed if you're, you know, getting taken control of under possession, if it's actually all in you or if there is some sort of shadowy figure behind you that is controlling you. Yeah. It's not really sort of known how the possession sort of works. Well, let, well, let's talk about the astral realm then, because why does he have a little study and the 1920s TikTok song is playing and he's, like, making tools yeah. and stuff? So the, big, like, the big song for this for this movie is Tiptoe Through the Tulips. Which, if you've been on TikTok once, you've heard it. Bless you. Thank you. Yeah, if you've been on TikTok, you know this song. But if you've been anywhere, you fucking know this song. And it if you've played Bioshock, it's probably in that. It's very yeah. Bioshock. Like, it's very strange. But yeah, so the astral realm is the big part of this movie in that Josh as a child could go to this realm. It's not the living nor the dead. It's just a realm where ghosts walk around and... Just kind of hang out. <laughs> just chill out until someone goes, my body's free if you want to possess it. And they go, ooh. We'll come and take a bit of that. And they get in one and it's just like... He just like washes cars and he's like, ah, oh, fuck, I wanted like a rich, cool guy. Yeah, ah. yeah. And like, oh, fucking kid, motherfucker. Yeah, for? in the astral realm, they're just like watching the Dick Van Dyke show and just eating boxed meals and stuff. It's just like, what? Why are you doing this? What? It's, 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 it's like another this? thing as well. It's it's like, so it's basically like the upside down away from Stranger Things, where it's just it's exactly where you are, but it's just green and foggy. Yeah. And some parts have different aspects to it, like the red faced demon's little hangout area. Weird, such a strange. Choice. And for some reason, this house is holding, you know, four to five different ghosts. And just, this must have been a fucked up house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the previous. Tenants. Or the whole thing is, do they just walk through their their further realm and just hang out at houses, being like, yeah, some shit will go down here. This will be sick. This house looks haunted, so I'm gonna chill here. Yeah. Really add to the uh, ambiance. Um, but then they come into real life as well. Remember yeah. at the end? She's like, oh no. Um, We're good. Yeah, I, I must have zoned out. Because, <laughs> like, Josh has to get back to his body. Yeah. 
because everyone in the real world is like in danger from the ghosts, which they can now see. Is that actual happening? No, no, because it's it's it was more of like a. Or is that just a visual for the? It, it was like cutting back and forth between the real world and the further. Okay, right. So it was like they like the ghosts and that were going in the further, but it was like sort of chopping up as in like you know he's got to get back when they're all coming to it and. Because so they were going to jump into Josh's body. Yeah. So because he was so far away from his body, which yeah. that so also doesn't was... which doesn't also make sense because obviously Dalton's been in a coma for three fucking months. Yet he hasn't been possessed yet, but Josh has gone for 10 minutes to rescue his son, and they're all automatically like, oh, we're going to take him now. Yeah, because he's like a strong school teacher with a hot <laughs> wife. <laughs> Dalton, some little fucking idiot kid who draws weird pictures. Yeah. So that was another thing that sort of just didn't do it for him, which is like, um, I don't know. Yeah, no, that, that bit, I, I must have like blanked or something, because I, I saw them all in the real world, and I was like, oh, fuck, did I miss, like, they fucked up or something, and like... yeah. But it also goes real, but no. I mean, it's also a very long scene as well, so that, it's so it just, slow. It's so weird. That scene is very fucking slow, and it doesn't build anything until yeah, it's yeah. He goes to rescue Dalton, and then you just have that encounter with the red faced demon again. And the song is creepy, but it plays for the, like the entire scene. So yeah, just like I'm just sick of it. Like when you do see the red faced man's study workshop, whatever. And it's still playing. Mm. You're just like, oh, right? I guess yeah. he, he was just playing it too loud. And he's literally just sitting really there, sharpening his fucking claws. And he's on a yeah, fucking. What's he doing? <laughs> he's on a fucking whetstone grinder, sharpening his claws, for whatever fucking reason. He doesn't seem to be using them. Well, maybe it was for someone else. Maybe he got a job order. Fax through to him. <laughs> it might have been maybe fashioning a new set for Freddy Krueger. Yeah, maybe. Could have been. Maybe. We'll never know. God, I hope not. <laughs> so shouldn't remake that again. Yeah, nah. We don't um, need that. No, while Robert England's still alive. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, the red-faced man looks good. I like him he's, as a he's, demon. Yeah, he is sick. He is very sick as a, as a demon. It's, um, I mean, obviously someone was a Star Wars fan. It's very apparent. Yeah. Because the red, the black mixed through. They just said, let's just looks give him... Looks a lot like Darth Maul. Let's just give him a bowl cut and hoofs <laughs> for legs and, and a, an actual... Uh, pointed tail. Yeah. As you would if you drew a, a cartoon devil or something. Yeah, but he doesn't... He, like, runs on the walls and stuff and he's all fast and screaming. I didn't like that. That part I didn't like. That's, I that's when you saw... Which was, like, all slow and lumbering and, like, scary. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Uh, like, there's not too much else through this movie where there's, like, massive ghost people interaction. No. No. It's, it's not that kind of It's a lot of, like, put in the background and they just sort of look at him and you go... Oh! And then they're gone. Yeah. Uh, the, the only other one is the is the gothic undertaker, you know, fighting Josh in the further or attacking Renee in that one little scene for two minutes when yeah. they're doing the, the fucking ritual yeah. thing or whatever. Yeah. Otherwise, there's no massive hauntings in that that you would have in, like, the conjuring in that where it's really, like, at the people that they're trying to scare or fucking possess, whatever you want to call it. There's not much of that. No. The, the, the biggest threat is just the red-faced demon wanting to take over Dalton. Pretty much, yeah. For Dalton whatever reason. waking up. Yeah. And I guess he wouldn't die. He would come back to life, but he'd be, like, all fucked up. I yeah. guess that's how it works. Uh, you know, he'd just be, like, the fucking omen child, I guess. <laughs> when Rose Byrne, in the scene where um, Josh originally denies Elise and the workers, mm. he's like, no, they're not going to happen. And Rose Byrne's yelling at him. Yeah. She goes so Australian when she's like, She does say, yelling. She really does. 
And Lee's struggling with his accent as well. Yeah. I think Angus just, like, doesn't get enough lines for you to notice. Yeah, exactly. But, but like, he, he can very just put Australian. On, he can just put on a deep enough voice where it just doesn't matter. Yeah. And then he goes, oh, you get He's away like with it. He's like the dopey. Yeah. But, yeah. um... I guess uh, uh, getting to the end of the film then, so the ending is obviously the the sway, the twist ending that you sort of expect from a horror movie, I guess, in which Josh is now possessed by the old bridesmaid and kills Elise. Doesn't make a lot of sense either because we see Josh get back to his body. Yes. Well, we see enough of it to assume. Yeah. I guess the wedding dress lady is just really fast. Yeah, she outran all of them because they were doing the whole, the slow, you know, the, the cliche. It's probably the way to say And because she's so tall, she just walks through the crowd. She's like, what the fuck are these people? Like, yeah. We're, we're nearly there. Just yeah, go. He's right there. Just jump. He's not. Okay, I'm going for it. Do you guys actually want to go back to the real world? And they're like, ah, oh, <laughs> the economy, yeah. uh, I don't really, kind of like, like it here. Kind of like know? the TV yeah. meals and... You know, yeah, the, day, the days are the same, but I don't have to get nice to work. Thing. Then the uh, red-faced man is up in his office going, I have to work? What the fuck? Yeah, what are I'm you doing? doing? Jobs. I'm getting a job. I'm making orders. You know how many times I've listened to this song? <laughs> how this vinyl isn't fucking outplayed, I don't fucking know, but it's the only one I've got. Can someone possess a fucking iPod so I can have a playlist? <laughs> Come on. There's some fucking speakers in this shit. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so the wedding lady is now Josh... Which is weird because she's been supposedly haunting him his whole life. Yeah. Why did she wait till now? <laughs> I don't know. It's obviously, he just his mum didn't want to scare him with the photos of of her in the photos. So oh, yeah. I guess he just sort of forgot. Yeah, because they were like, "I don't want to make you remember this again." Yeah. But but now I'm going to make you remember as to why this is happening to your son, and then sort of like, ha. So what? She's you, like, "Now it's my time to shine." So again. in the second one, does Dalton remember anything? I don't rightly remember. Yeah, Again, it's not. I haven't seen it in a while, and I did not recall any of it until I read the plot summary on um, online, and I was just like, like, "Fuck, I can't remember how this fucking movie goes." And it maybe was sort of coming yeah. to me, and I was just like, <sighs> "Maybe that's part of the astral realm. It wipes your memory." Whatever. Yeah, I don't think he has Fine. any recollection of what actually happened in it. Um, yeah, I, fuck, I don't know, but yeah. So the here only like that we don't look anything up, and that's not going to change. Yeah, basically. Um, but yeah, so Elise just knows that he's the old lady because she can just see shit. She sort of looks at his hand and... Rapid fire with the camera. And he's just like, what the fuck would you do that for? And then strangles her. Kills her. Yeah, the reaction was a bit much. As actors, that must have been so awkward. Like, Patrick Wilson's just like, oh, I have to choke this sweet old lady. Yes. And, he, and he's, like, fucking going for it, too. Yeah. And it must have been so awkward on set. Just like, ooh, sorry. Yeah, and then you just end with um, Renee coming into the Mega room to see that uh, she's been strangled. She's now dead. And Josh is nowhere to be seen. It's a sore level. Picks up the camera uh, and sees uh, the old woman in the photo. Which is mm. really stupid. It looks goes, so stupid. Whoo! Yeah, the photo looks so dumb. And then it ends with the thousand violins. Very standard, very sore level mm. cliffhanger. Yeah. They must have gone Still didn't some, mind it. Yeah, they must have gone in with some franchise confidence. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess the the return sort of speaks for itself on it. I mean, you, you don't get... And if the sequel ties in that well, you have to assume that was probably written as well. Yeah. Because Lee's quite a prolific writer. Like. Yeah, I mean, I guess as it is with horror movies, if you got 
a decent cast, you get somewhat of a decent reception, you can make that sequel work if you get the original cast back. Because obviously you get sequels for horror movies where they just don't bring anyone back from the yeah. first. Still call it a sequel. The link is like, it would just be the astral realm. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it just wouldn't work. Yeah. So mm. they had some confidence with it going into it. And I think it paid off well in regards to the franchise as a whole. Um, as I said, I prefer the end of the franchise with the third and fourth, especially with Lee's directorial debut in the franchise, I guess. Yeah. Sort of stepping out from the script and going, I'll... I'll direct this one. The whole time, have you seen the movie Sinister? Yes. Yeah. The whole time I was watching this, I, I was thinking of Sinister the whole time. I was like, these are very similar, like not in plot or anything, just like in the way they look, yeah. the way they're. Put, but I think Sinister like, is scary. I like Sinister a lot more. Sinister, yeah. But um, the second one, Sinister sucks is ass. a bit stupider. It's a bit dumber. It is more outlandish, I like, guess, in a way. Because it's like, it's a main, like... And again, another... He looks like Kane. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. Bagul. His name's Bagul. It's just yeah. so fucking stupid. And it's like, like, just call him Kane. Like, like, the idea of the MacGuffin in a movie is just, like, a stupid thing. So you give it a stupid name. <laughs> that maybe they literally give the MacGuffin Bagul. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know there was a sequel. There is. Don't Fuck. fucking watch it. That must be terrible. It is fucking terrible. There's no way Ethan Hawke came back. No way. Uh, I, or I Vincent D'Onofrio. Vincent D'Onofrio is in that movie. He's Skyped in. No, Ethan Hawke came role. back for him. I'm no pretty sure way. he came back for I'd him. I'd have to look and search that out. Yeah, no, I think he did. But yeah, I, I, was just, so. I was just like... The whole time I was just like, why is it... They're not that similar, but it is reminding me. Maybe it was just like the same era, same sort of yeah. feel. Yeah, well, the Sinister one was pretty close to when I guess it was just... An, it was another... Uh, physical manifested demon that had a weird gothic look to it and it was sort of like you could attach something to it yeah and you know somewhat get excited for it Polaroids other realms ghost scanners stuff like that and it's just yeah just seen it so many times yeah like I mean this is nowhere near a perfect movie it's nowhere near a great movie but me personally I did enjoy this movie um even when I first saw it I was like yeah that was scary at the start back in 2011 when I was a lot younger, a lot of things fucking scared me. I saw the movie there. Mirrors, starring Kiefer Sutherland yep. in cinemas. No, really. Dreadful movie, but it scared the fucking hell out of me. Just because in the movies it was so loud. Oh, Same yeah. with the movie Shutter, which is an American remake of a Japanese movie. Yeah, one I haven't seen. Utterly, utterly appalling movie, but I could barely watch it in the theatres with all my year seven friends. It's like Yeah, well, I mean, there was head. a few movies like that. It was like, you remember Deliver Us from Evil? Yeah. The uh, Eric Benar. Eric Benar. That was... Is that the elevator one? No, that's Devil. Yeah, okay. Which was the... Devil in a Lift. What's his name? M. Night Shyamalan. M. Night Shyamalan. Uh, yeah. Was able to create a twist in an elevator shaft? I'm sure he did. I haven't seen it and I don't think I want to. I think it was Hell. I think that's the... I think that's what the twist was. The elevator was there in oh, Hell yeah. or something. I didn't... Of course I didn't watch it. Fuck. <laughs> Of course I'm not going to look it up. Yeah. <laughs> no way. But yeah, no, that's just that era. Like, had I seen this, I would have... I would hold it in a much higher regard. But again, just geographically, yeah, it's chronologically... Different. It's different when you're watching it now. It's, it's, it's again, it's, it's an older movie, so... And again, it's, it's a low-budget movie. It's only $1.5 It's not something that they threw heaps of cash at and went, yeah. fucking take it. And, and it's not even me being, like, a snob. Like, I liked no. Saw 3D in a weird, Which fuck fucking I horrible way. So much. Just because it's better than the two before it, somehow, even though it's still I like... I know, that, that, yeah, no. Nah. 
Yeah, I like a bad movie. That. Yeah, I like a shit movie every now and then. But Which is fucking just... weird. And I have so many shit movies I can get you to watch. <laughs> I really want you to watch The thing things. is getting me to watch them. <laughs> That's the thing. I haven't been, hey, I've been doing pretty well. True. Got you to watch eight Saw movies in two days. So how I pulled yeah. that off without paying you, I don't know. Me waiting for coronavirus results also helped that. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't do anything else. So. But pretty yeah, no, we, got, we got a couple of new things coming out. Not big things, not... Well, ever. hopefully we get them coming out. I mean, yeah. Netflix when I was sorted for, but... Netflix, and there's one that came out on Thursday, which we know is out, because I saw it on the Greater Union, <laughs> the ad for Greater Union. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one you showed me the trailer for. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Speaking of trailers, we should have done this at the top. Yeah. They remade Freaky Friday, <laughs> but as a horror movie with we, Vince okay. Vaughn. No, hold on, before we get into okay, it, yeah, we'll sorry, just, sorry. we can just flat out just end this as the Insidious review. That is... <laughs> All we really have to say about it, again, it's not a movie to really talk too much about it in great detail, but there is a decent amount to talk about of it, just for the fact that it is our boy Lee. Goes back to the early days of the podcast, two of you loving something and me hating it. So. Yeah, basically, <laughs> we, we, we've gone back early here, but yeah, Insidious, you've probably already seen it by now, there's no chance that this is going to help you re- uh, go and watch this movie. <laughs> it is a good day movie, If it, it's on stand in Australia, so like... Yeah, it's, it's a good one if you have a girl over for the first time and you just want to put on that movie to try and, like, set the mood, I Get guess. Get it a cuddleapsia. That was always the trick, wasn't it? Was it was always a trick. Lights out, scary-ish movie, it's like, and then cuddle into it. You're going to need like, somewhere to hide. And, like, because you live with your parents, you can't go and sit in the lounge room, so you're yeah. like, oh, it has to be in my bedroom. Yeah. It's like, this, this, is, this is taking a turn. It's not as bad as it sounds. Yeah, that's exactly right. If so, you've yeah. ever been in high school, you can relate. Yeah, you just know exactly what it is. So, yeah, insidious. Done. Um, yes, let's get on to this trailer now. Yeah, so Freaky is a movie that's coming out, and it's Jason Blum <gasps> just taking the piss now, so... Oh, I couldn't believe this when I saw so it. from the team behind the two Happy Death Day movies. I fucking which hated. Which apparently are great, but you hate. I saw the first one, and I fucking wanted to neck myself the really? whole time. I've heard they're, like, surprisingly very good. I know, and I, I don't, don't know never, how. Ever, 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 the ever second one was them. supposed to be, like, better than the first, and I'm just like... It's the same fucking movie. Yeah, the trailer was pretty much the same too. Because I think that was is. the joke, yeah. It's legit but... repeating the scene. It's basically Edge of Tomorrow with Tom Cruise, but as a horror movie, yeah. but fucking worse. Yeah, with a bit of... Yeah. Not good. I'm sorry, I fucking hate <laughs> I'm not going to watch it. I'll take your word for it. So yeah, Freaky. So Freaky... From that studio. That studio, yeah, Blumhouse. Vince Vaughn. I didn't watch to the end of the trailer, so... Is it getting yeah. a... Cinematic release, or is it? It Netflix? is getting a cinematic release. No, it is. It is a cinematic movie. It's gonna make so much money because, like, with Halloween Kills being <sighs> delayed. Oh man! What was the other one? Candyman being delayed. Candyman. We don't have a stupid horror movie coming out. Yep. So if this they, if they that drop that in October, movie. if they drop that in October, it will make well, about a we'll ridiculous amount of money. So, few things wrong that with this trailer that really date it. One, Vince Vaughn. <laughs> What what is he doing in a movie? Like, who wants to see Vince Vaughn anymore? Jesus Christ! The the premise is Freaky Friday, but he uh, he swaps. He he's the serial killer of this town. Thirteenth of November is the date. Okay, so a little bit later than Halloween, but close enough. Close enough. Um, he is the serial killer of the town. He's a. Yeah, I guess you could say that the town serial killer. He swaps yeah. with a thirteen-year-old girl who's clearly twenty-one. Yep, as is the case with all these high school movies. Yep. Um, a lot of homophobia in the trailer that really stood out to me. 
Yeah, because he just straight up going, I'm gay, you're black, we're going to die. It's you sort of like a disgusting line. Like, ooh. Is that... Maybe in 2006, when we didn't know better, we would have been like, ah, yeah, you know, that trope. Yeah. We pointed out very obviously, but we've... Even, like, other horror movies are just like, yeah, we don't do that anymore. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's really not a thing anymore. <laughs> it, you, it used to be the joke, and... It's with, so, full, with with full thing, it's I'm not saying this now, but the the thing in the in, back in the day was the black guy dies black first. Guy, if you see a black guy in a movie, he's there to die. That was the if joke. If you see any interviews with, um, fuck, I, I can't remember his name. I'm so sorry. The the black guy from Nightmare on Elm Street three, he's very honest about like, yeah, when I got cast, I I knew I was gonna die like yeah. straight away. But then he survives. He's like the hero. So he's. Like, he was, like, the first black guy yeah. that survives a horror movie. Yeah. But even him still doing interviews, like, last year, he was still like, yeah, look, black guy, they die in movies. Yeah. Until a certain point when they stop fucking doing that. Like, get out. The the hero is black. Like, yeah. Like, the villain is a white guy. We don't do that anymore. No. And we especially it's... don't do gay panic jokes. We exactly We don't right. do that anymore. Like, it's not even PC gone mad. It's just weird like, it is very who, weird who and it's sort of trying to like t- it, it, that's basically trying to show you who they're trying to target for this movie yeah and it's just going to be dumbass fucking kids that are going to think this actually is a horror movie just like they're going to their Call of Duty lobbies and they can say what they want yeah and hope their mum doesn't hear them in the other room yeah. it's like kids who do that wrote this movie it's just so weird it fucking a, seems that way I was dumbfounded by this trailer just it's such a time <sighs> capsule I just could. I, I, honestly, <laughs> it, it, it baffles it? me. Like I've seen the trailer <laughs> three times now, just because uh, I I just could not believe my eyes in what the fuck I was witnessing as a movie. For one, how Vince Vaughn said yes to this movie, saying I'm going to act like a teenage girl. He must be paying for a rehab or something. He used like, to be a serial killer. Yeah. And and it's and him and the brief flashes uh, of acting as a teenage girl. You see, he is. <laughs> Awful. He is an awful actor. And I know he did True Detective and everyone's like, oh, no, he's he's actually got some class and he can act now. It's like, no. Yeah, it's like, yeah, he did that for one thing. He's the fucking main guy from fucking Dodgeball, for God's sake. exactly right. No. (laughs) He just needs to stay in those stupid comedies. Stoner comedy. Well, I guess that's what this is, I guess. I know, but but that's the thing. They then try to drive the... The horror aspect, in, like in this, in the in the you know brief showings of the killings that she he is going to do now, yeah. and it just doesn't work because you don't you look at this movie and you go, what do I call this as a movie? Like how do I describe what this genre? Is it is it comedy? Is it teenage? Is it horror? The fuck is it? Because for one, you can't take it seriously because it's Vince Vaughn acting like a child, yeah, and it's a child acting like a serial killer. Who's just a nicely dressed up girl. Yeah, so it's not really a threat. <laughs> yeah. Because she's a 21-year-old playing a 13-year-old. Yeah. Like... But obviously, her strengths... Or his strengths carry over to her body so she can, you know... Throw people around and Throw stuff. people around and wield massive weapons and whatnot. Which makes sense... What else? For casting Vince Vaughn because he's like six foot four and quite yeah. early. But, yeah, that's incredibly stupid. And it looks so cheap as well. It does. Like, like the whole fucking scene of like... Because the trailer is just basically her saying, I'm Millie, boring old Millie. It's two sets. It's the house and the school. Yeah. And it goes to the school and it comes down to Vince Vaughn as a serial killer walking up to kill this girl. And as she's on the ground and he's raised up this knife and it like, the landscape changes to show that this is obviously an, like an ancient fucking ritual site from 
the Aztecs or something, and this knife is now like a fucking Aztecian blade that has powerful powers. This is real. You you can go and look this Please up. He's not making this up. This is this is what it is. Changes to that landscape, so you go. Oh, so there's something uh, powerful going on in this, and then stabs her really poorly. It looks like he's injected. It looks like he's got a needle and is just injecting her with like fucking Hep B or something. Yeah. And it's this weird looking blade, and then it all changes, and then they wake up as switched bodies. So it starts as like what could be a horror movie, and then it changes to the swap, and you go, oh, it's a dumb comedy. We've just got a somehow a remake of Freaky Friday, a horror edition. You also know how it's going to end too. They'll go back to the place. They'll trap her. Yep. Somehow, and yep. they'll swap back. Because in Vince Bourne's body, they'll all be as their group of friends, and then Somehow, they'll trap yeah, her. He won't she'll... get arrested because they'll learn a lot about each other. Yep. Why he does this. She's because... gone and killed multiple people, so the killings have still happened. Someone and then... probably killed his wife, and he's sad about his dead wife, so he kills to lash out. Nah, yep. give him a break. Yep, and then they switch It'll over. Be like that. They switch over, and then it's like, now what happens? Now the trailer also goes like good. three minutes forty. It's a very long trailer. <laughs> like it shows a lot for something that is so fucking stupid. Yeah, and considering how long we've just talked about this trailer for as well is is bad enough. My theory is like, <clears throat> Jason Blum, he's a very very intelligent man, and he's done a lot of great stuff for yes. our industry, for us, yes, especially us because like the hundred percent what he does for Lee, especially alone, yeah. like exactly. But I think he ordered. 50 scripts say when the pandemic started I reckon he just put this call out and just went just write fucking anything oh yeah he definitely picked them out of the barrel as well and then, yeah. take these, and then, these these and these and then so he's got a box of FedEx parcels and he just goes shit like that looks at the front page and goes make it yeah here's here's 1.3 million dollars make yeah. it and they've released that's, it that's how and these movies are happening that's what this Becky look like movie looks like which you know no spoilers might be on our podcast at one point. Who might knows? Be an episode coming um, up, maybe. But yeah, this, that's what Becky looks like because that's essentially Home Alone. It's Home Alone. Rambo, sort of. I don't know. It's I, I guess it, it's Home Alone with just actual killing. Yeah. Maybe we'll talk about that on an episode. Maybe. maybe. I was going to keep it a episode. secret, but <laughs> you it's not the next one, it's the one afterwards. Yeah. There's something else next week. There is a little in between. Pepper, sprinkle <laughs> oh, that on there. And the reason we're doing the in between one is because we won't have to leave our house, and it's just going to be makes it very easy. I have to spend any money on that oh, one. Thank God. Um, but yeah, so uh, see, so yeah, I think I think Jason Blum is going to just keep releasing shit. Yeah, shit. I think he's there'll got, be some gold nuggets. He's got a catalog of just endless shit that he can just pump out for. Just like it works. Like, I've praised him before on our Invisible Man episode. Yeah. I was like, yeah, like he should be doing this. Yeah. Because you're going to get some good movies out of it. You're going to get cool young directors. You're going to get cool young writers. You're going to get sad old drunk actors. <laughs> Invincible Horn stumbling yep. around. Yep. But, um, yeah, so... Speaking of the Invisible Man quickly, um, did you hear that the official confirmation of the sequel is going to be happening? Oh, no. With Lee? Sweet. It is now confirmed that Lee will be returning to direct a sequel. Thank God. So as well as getting the spin-off of The Invisible Woman, we'll also be getting The Invisible Man sequel. The Invisible Woman is... That's already got a director there, hasn't it? That has Elizabeth Banks as director, writer, and actress. That is a salivating prospect. Mm. 
Because they said they gave her a peek of whatever she wanted to do. Yeah. As you would with Elizabeth Banks. She's one of the best talents in Hollywood. She's very good. Go back to our Power Rangers episode. She's the only saving grace about that movie. God, she's good. Yes. But but yeah, The Invisible um, Man is getting a sequel. Because, yeah, they ended that pretty cleverly. They were like... It's not like... they Well, they said that they wanted that to be a standalone film. This is it. No opening for a future. But the end is like, she has the suit in her bag. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Could be a sequel, maybe. But yeah, he's he's got to do the Wolfman before that, so... Yes, which... The minute we see something about that... Ryan Gosling. Oh, my God. Baby! (laughs) Can't wait for that. It's going to be good. And that's the episode, I think. That's about it. I don't think anyone sent us questions. They did... I put it up a bit too late. Uh, a little bit. Let me just take a quick... A quick Thanks sauce. a lot, everyone. How Let's dare you not do our now. job for us? I know, some, some weeks that everyone's <laughs> on, and then sometimes they just... Oh, have, they hit us one. have one comment? Gemma's come Thank through you, Gemma. 17 <laughs> minutes ago, so fuck. Really saved us here, so... Let's jump into some questions. Question. <laughs> <laughs> Your sister, I'm Literally fucking saving Time. Alright, so she's asking, if y'all could watch movies from only one decade, which decade would it be and why? Yeah, fuck, that's such a good question. That hurts so much. I can't answer that. Wow. God. Um, well, I would, have, I would have originally said the 90s, but with my recent going back to some 90s movies... I'm just like, these are fucking awful. <laughs> yeah, really like are. Anaconda. I don't want to just oh, no. watch Anaconda for the oh, rest no. of my life. I don't want to watch Spawn again. <laughs> I don't want to watch Blade 1. Um, the mid-2000s was when I... So from... I got into movies in about 2002 was when I started really obsessing over them. Yeah. So 2000... So the... 2000 to 2010, maybe... Because then I would get Inception at the very end of that. <laughs> right so I get, back end. Yeah, I get something. Yeah. I'd get Iron Man 1. i get The Dark Knight. You know, I kind of want to say the noughties as well. But then the 10s, the 10s, the, the teens, you get everything I love. My top 10 movies was mostly from 2010 to 2020. Jesus Christ. Because then you get like Fury Road, you get fucking all of the Marvel shit. You get yeah, upgrade. Yeah, you get the ending Scott of the Marvel. Pilgrim. You get the whole Cornetto trilogy. No, you don't. No, you don't. You only get the world's end. Yeah, never mind. You dickhead. Fuck those movies are old. <laughs> <laughs> they fucking really are. I'm gonna. Excuse <clears throat> me. You don't want to say something. I'm, I can't fucking. I don't want to say anything. I think with as much as I've enjoyed movies the past ten years, I have to say it's such a cop out answer because. Of course, I'm going to pick the 2010s, but 2010 to 2020. Because if I go February 2010 to February 2020, I still get to see Sonic as well. Whoa. Sonic is fucking great. Why have you not watched Sonic ah, yet? Go really and watch you, Sonic. You go buy it. I'm not joking. It's a very fucking good movie. And for an animated movie to come from Jack like that, <laughs> you got you. <laughs> Video game tie-in, a kid's movie. like yeah. It should not be good, but it's great. It really is. So I think I'm going to firmly plant my foot 2010 to 2020, but it hurts me a lot to say that because I don't get The Dark Knight. I know. I think... I don't get Inception. I think I'm going to have to say The Naughties. I don't get Fantastic Four. I don't get Fantastic Four 2, The Rise of the Silver. Oh, no. <laughs> not The Fantastic Four. That was Four. a joke for Emma. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get Spider-Man 2. 
Um, no, I think I'm going to have to go with the noughties. Yeah. I think there was too many good stoner comedies throughout that decade that was just too good for me. <laughs> so yeah, many was, people were rolling their eyes. Bob yeah. Strike Back, so that was it's one of my favourite movies so, of all so time. So many people were rolling their eyes, but just the MCU, like, that's the answer, isn't it? <laughs> like, I, I want MCU. to live in the Winter Soldier, Civil War. Oh, fuck, no one I want, answer now. I want those... I, I could not live without those movies. Because they, they packed a lot into those 10 years. Yeah, fuck no. Everything was in there. It's the Winter Soldier alone kind that's of enough. firmly plans to me in this. Yeah, that's enough. Fuck! That's a great question. It really Holy is. Holy shit. 17 so minutes much. to spare. Well done, Gemma. Fucking A. Thank you. Thank you. comes at the end there. All right. Man. I'm going to agree with the 10s. Yeah. Have it's to, a yeah. cop out answer, but fuck, it's really, been so it's, good. It has that has been a great yeah, decade. It follows. We get fucking everything, man. We get everything. Get upgrade. Get upgrade. Get the invisible man. Get the invisible man. We get the Lee Wanellisance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Nah, I'll. Which saw movies were in the tens? Jigsaw. <laughs> Jigsaw. Three <laughs> D. When was three D? Twenty eleven. Is that the same year as Insidious? Holy fuck. No, Jigsaw, uh, sorry, uh, 3D was... God. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even want to know. Don't know. I don't need to know. I'm not going to look it up. That. I'm going with the 10s as well. Yeah. So, before I wrap my brain anymore, I think we just can safely just end this episode yeah. here. And thank you, Gemma, for coming yeah, in trying to the end there. I'm just going to be like, nah, um, this one. Oh, you're going to go back to your movies and be like, what kind of fucking, what fucking came out through this year? I missed that one. Fuck. Don't get my, f- my favourite movie of all time was made in early 1980s. I'm definitely not going back to then. So. Yeah, no, we don't need to live in that time. Sorry, it would have to. Yep. All right. That's the episode. That is the episode. Guys, thank you very much for sticking around and listening to the You Like That podcast. As always, we appreciate you. Any anyone sharing if you like, subscribe, send some screenies of the pod when it goes up. Do whatever you can to show some support. We appreciate it very much. It does help out for the future. Um, we do look forward to the future and what is to come. Hopefully, without things getting delayed more so than they have been. Because we've got a good run of getting some movies out there. And now they might be going away again. They can't. They cannot delay James Bond again. Like Daniel Craig wants to get rid of us. He's just like, I don't want to do it. I'm not doing press again. He's just like, just fuck it. I've already done SNL. Just fucking release it. (laughs) Basically. So yeah. yeah. We'll find out. (laughs) We'll find out. So as it always is, my name is Adam. I'm one half of the You Like That podcast and I'll remain to be one half and Adam of the You Like That podcast. (laughs) One half and Adam. Uh, (laughs) My name is Jack. Um, When I was born... February 1st, 1993, Um, I entered this world, my parents were like, that will be Jack, (laughs) that is Jack, and for the future, before he was born, he was John, because I'm named after someone called John, but my name's actually Jack, it's a weird Australian nickname thing, Um, but he will be, until, even after he's gone, he will still be Jack, because that is his name, that is my name, (laughs) I am... The other half of the You Like That podcast. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you again next week. See you next week.